This is the only human podcast from Community Radio 4 Z out of Brisbane, Australia. This week it was International White Cane Awareness Day, a day to recognise and be aware of the blind people in our midst. So we're going to leave you with this interview that Steve did. He spoke to Vicky from Guide Dogs Queensland this morning. Hello and welcome to 4 Z. Today I'm interviewing Vicky from Guide Dogs Queensland about International White Cane Day. Hello Vicky, how are you? I'm great, Stephen. How are you today? I'm good, thanks. Uh, can you tell the listeners a, a little bit about International White Cane and what it's about? Sure. Um, International White Cane Day um, happens every year on October 15th, so it was actually yesterday, so everybody's celebrating today. Basically what it is, it's just about bringing awareness to the world about a white cane and what it does, who it's for, and why people use it. Um, so Guide Dogs Queensland, every year we do something to celebrate. Um, and yeah, this year it's just another day to go out and celebrate and let blind and vision impaired people who use a white cane get seen and get heard. And what was your campaign this year? Um, this year we are focusing on people who walk and have their face on their mobile phones all the time. Um, it, myself included, you know, everybody's guilty of, you know, having a walk and looking in their phone and not actually paying attention to what's coming towards them. Um, due to that, we have quite a few blind and vision impaired clients who get bumped into, um, people have been knocked over, there's been all kinds of things that have happened to it. So. This year, the whole of Australia, Guide Dogs Australia, decided let's campaign about that and let's just get people's awareness um, about what could actually happen potentially if they're walking around and they're so engrossed in their phone and they're not paying attention to the world around them. And what can people do to make it safer for vision-impaired people? Well, the things that we're suggesting are basically just stop your feet don't move around while you're looking at your phone. Um, everybody, I, I understand because I'm guilty of it myself, everybody's in a hurry. We're all rushing to get from place to place and we take those little seconds to check our emails, check our text messages, stuff like that. So maybe planning in that little bit of extra time um, and not moving through space while you're engrossed in your phone, actually stopping your feet having a seat, something like that. Um, or even if you need to be looking at your phone and you need to be doing stuff, maybe you're looking at the GPS and you don't know where you're actually supposed to go. So you're following a GPS, making sure that you bring your eyes up and actually look at the environment around you every so often and then go back down to your phone. Um, just staying aware of what's around you. Um, the problem that we're finding is people who are vision impaired or totally blind, they're on a mission, they're going somewhere, and they cannot see the person on their phone legitimately, cannot see them. So when they're bumping into someone, um, A, it's startling for them, um, B, it can cause injuries, and see it kind of knocks them off course and then they have to regain their line of travel and their mind frame, all of the things that come along with traveling as a blind or vision impaired person. The person on the mobile device 
it's a quick little thing for them, like, oops, sorry, and they're back on the road again. But for someone who's blind or vision impaired, it takes that little bit of extra time just to kind of get their bearings again, make sure they're heading in the right direction, and then continue on. And, and what, what are the different type of canes that, that blind and vision impaired people use? Well, there's all different really neat canes. So you've got just your standard basic white long cane. Um, everybody would have seen that, which has a white shaft going down to a red bottom of the cane. That is the international sign of being blind or vision impaired, the white with the red at the very bottom. Um, around the world, literally, I've been to many different countries and even countries that you wouldn't think would have a cane, um, places like Cambodia, and there are people using canes identical to that. Um, so that is the international symbol for having a vision impairment. Um, so that's just your stock standard. You can get different ones of those types of white long canes. Um, they can be thicker, they can be lighter, they can be have different tips on the end, um, and that's the basics. Then there's other canes that are electronic. Um, so like a bat when they send out their sonar beam, it's kind of the same exact thing. We've got some canes available to people who do that. They send out a beam, and then when it comes back, if something's in the way, it's, it vibrates. So it sends a vibration through the cane, alerting the person that something is within the distance of them. Um, we train people then to learn how to use that beam and actually navigate before coming into contact with things. And I think that's the key to that, is getting around things before you actually bump into it. Um, there's also other little devices that can be used in conjunction with your cane. There's something called a mini guide, which is a fantastic little tool that fits in your pocket, and you can pull it out, use it when you need to, or put it away when you don't need it. You can even attach it to your cane, so it does the same thing as the cane sending out the sonic beam where it vibrates through the cane. Right now, those are the main things that we focus on here at Guide Dogs Queensland, but there's a plethora of things out there. Um, technology and new advances and things are just amazing. And so every year there's something different that's coming out and something amazing. And also, um, why, why do mostly men and not, like, women don't use the cane? Hmm. I don't know. It seems to me that lots of women do use the cane. Maybe because this is what I do, I see both sides. But, yeah, I, I don't really see much of a difference. I see, um, in my eyes, it is pretty equal. I guess, though, probably one thing that would keep people hesitating to use the cane um, is public perception. You know, um, people... For some reason, there's a huge difference. I see it daily in my work where someone is using a long cane and people avoid them. They don't talk to them. They are less likely to give help. But if someone had a guide dog, people are running to talk to them. They're running to come and help them if they're ever in a position where they need it. So I think there's a stigma 
that comes with the cane. Unfortunately, it's a really sad thing, and it does take some people time to adjust to that stigma, to adjust to saying they need to ask for help, they need to use something to help them. Um, and it's also an announcement to the world. I am vision impaired. As soon as you see someone with that cane, you know that they're vision impaired or blind. So there's a lot of things that come along um, emotionally when accepting to use a long cane. You are listening to the Only Human podcast. Only Human is a weekly program on social justice, disability rights, psychology, social research and mental wellness. You can listen in Brisbane on 4ZZZ 102.1 FM and set digital on DAB Plus radios. You can support 4ZZZ by subscribing or making a donation at 4ZZZFM.org.au.